0: Like to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. I always talk about therapy with you guys, and therapy has helped me tremendously in my own life. But when you're going through anxiety, it can be very intimidating to go and see somebody face to face. Not to mention the fact that therapy can be quite pricey. So BetterHelp offers a team of online qualified therapists at a much more affordable price than traditional therapy. During the worst of my anxiety, I was actually not going nearly as often as I would have liked to just because I could not afford it. BetterHelp really takes into account your personal experience and what you're going through and what you're looking for. So you actually complete a survey first that helps to personalize your experience and the therapist that they match you up with. If you don't get along with the therapist or it's just not a good match, then it's easy to just switch to another one. If you'd like to get started and you'd like to go and complete the survey, go to betterhelp.com/slash and I'll also include the link in the caption for you. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and text chat, and you can decide on whichever one feels most comfortable for you. When you use my link, you will also save 10% on your first month. I'd like to welcome you to a brand new episode. I'm on track right now. I brought out one last week and here we are again the following week. Uh, I really am planning on keeping this up because I enjoy chatting to you guys, I enjoy sharing things and I think these episodes allow me to share a lot more than I can on just my Instagram posts for example. As always, I have made myself a cup of tea. The tea of choice for today is red raspberry leaf, a tea that I don't normally drink. But I did talk a little bit about it in the previous episode where we delved into hormones because it's very good to help balance your hormones and it's good to help you if you struggle with your periods every month. When I tried it for the first time I couldn't really deal with the taste, I didn't really like it so I kind of just put it aside. But I'm having it now and it's really not that bad. The point is to have it every day leading up to your period. It's something that takes time. You're not supposed to have it the day before and expect to have this amazing period, which is kind of what I'm doing now. But you know what? I'm going going to try and be consistent with it from now. I have at least a cup a day. So I thought I would share that with you guys if you struggle with your periods, um... It's always helpful to have information and to just try everything. You know, If you've tried everything and you hear about something new, you may as well give it a try. So I don't want to ramble on and on with this one. I want to kind of just dive right into it. Today's episode is all about death anxiety. It is one that you guys always ask me to do. Whenever I share anything about death anxiety, I see so many comments with so many of you guys relating. I get so many messages. Because I know a lot of you guys don't like to share in the comments to have everybody see it. And I totally understand that. The type of thoughts and the type of fears that you can have with death anxiety can make you feel self-conscious. And I always say that anxiety and all the things that we deal with shouldn't make us embarrassed. Because we're not alone and there's nothing wrong with us and we're not crazy no matter how we feel. But that doesn't mean that certain things... Um, are not going to make us feel self-conscious, there are certain things that are going to make us feel kind of embarrassed or weird or scared to talk about, right? I said I'm not going to ramble and have a whole intro and I'm not, but I just, I feel like I just want to share this before we start diving into the actual episode, Um, just in case any of you guys listening can relate to this or going through this, I have been feeling very good this week and last week. And that's always, that's always surprising to me now because I used to struggle with my moods a good two weeks before my period would start. I would really, really start like struggle with depression, get extremely low. Um, my mood swings were insane. I struggle with my moods and my emotions anyway. Although it's much better now, but my mood swings as my period started to get closer would be intense. So now I am very fortunate that it's only as my period gets very close like my period is due I think tomorrow is my 28th day of my cycle and I usually get it in my 28th or 29th day so I am so grateful that I only really experienced the low moods right before my period now but I was feeling good yesterday and I woke up this morning and I was feeling okay and as this day has gone on I've just felt my mood start to dip And I've really had to kind of um, talk to myself and be gentle with myself because it's so easy to just start spiraling. And suddenly every single thing puts you in a bad mood. Every single thing is like everything is wrong. It's hard to be grateful for anything in your life. Like we know we have things to be grateful for. There's always at least even one thing. But when you struggle with hormonal kind of depression, um... Or just with your moods, in, in general, it can be very difficult to find the good in the day, or even just in the moment. I just felt like I had to share that because I know how easy it is to feel alone when we feel like that. And I, all, I ne- I don't want you guys. I don't want you guys to struggle like that. So I always share just, just because sometimes just hearing someone say, "I'm feeling crappy today," just that can help. So. I hope by me just sharing that, 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 that it can help you, um, my mood is still not the best, uh, just sitting here and talking, like having a chat with you guys though, I already feel a little bit better um, because I could feel myself starting to want to, want, wanting to kind of sink into my thoughts and you can hear my <laughs> speech, I swear like, you know, right before your period or when you're ovulating or just anxiety in general can cause your speech to be weird and then we analyze that and we're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, But I I just wanted to share that and I'm very grateful for all of you and I am excited for today's episode. So imagine my surprise and this may have been a huge surprise and it probably was for many of you guys as well or maybe you're listening to this and hearing about death anxiety for the first time but Imagine my surprise when I found out that it actually has a name. Death anxiety, it's actually called thanatophobia, which is an extreme fear of death or the dying process. Something that is important to remember here is it may not just be a major fear of your own death, it may be a major fear of your loved one's death. So you may find yourself in this spiral of just obsessing about death and dying and then because we live so much in our heads when we struggle with anxiety we start to worry that these thoughts that we're having are going to manifest or that we're having these thoughts because maybe we have this weird sixth sense sense and it's going to like actually happen or we start to see things as signs and I'm going to to get into that but I just wanted to start sharing about my own experience with death anxiety and when I can first remember really going through it. I think the very first time I can remember having intrusive uh, thoughts around death was I am i wasn't even 10 years old and there was a period when my parents went out a lot for um, work dinners. Um, with people from my dad's work or they would go out with friends and while they were getting ready to go out I would have these thoughts pop into my head that they're not going to come home or that this is going to be the last the last few moments that I spend with them before they leave and I would sit with my mom while she got ready and I would smell the perfume that she was wearing and think what if these are my last memories and I was very young And I didn't say anything. Um, I just, I was very, it just came out as signs of of anxiety. Like, um, what time are you guys going to be back? And I would be very anxious about how long they're going to be out for. And not wanting to go to sleep until they were home. And I knew that they were safe. So this is how it started to first manifest for me. So it wasn't even really about my own death it was me more worrying about people that I loved and then I don't know the exact order but like I'm just going to throw in things in any kind of order here but sometimes I would put a shirt on and it would be a specific color and a thought would pop into my head that would say if you wear that color you're not going to come home today and death anxiety is very closely linked with OCD which I'm not going to really get into just because I'm not a professional. Everything that I share with you guys is just my experience and what I've been through with it. So I share it to help you guys if you're going through it and to help you feel less alone. And then I share things that have just helped me work through it. This episode though is really just going to be me talking about ways it showed up in my own life and I'm going to also share some ways it showed it showed up in your guys' life. Um based on comments and messages and things that you've shared with me. So that's what I want this episode to be about. It's more just a validation episode, just kind of letting you know that death anxiety is a real thing, because when you deal with it and you don't know that it's an actual thing, you can very quickly feel like you are completely losing your mind. And this is exactly how I felt as a teenager when I was watching the Buffy the Vampire series. I was freaking obsessed I was watching it with my brother, both of us were obsessed with that series, and we watched it later than everybody else, it had been on TV, and then um, we only watched it a couple years after it had been really popular on TV, and we would get the DVDs out, and we would be so excited for each new season, and then during one episode, I have no idea which season it was in, but during one episode... Um, There was a girl who had had a premonition about her death, and it was so horrible because I immediately felt anxious when I saw this, and my brain latched onto it, and then when the episode finished, I couldn't stop thinking about this, and I mean, this is just a show, this this wasn't even real, but I kept thinking to myself, what if I suddenly could predict the day that I'm going to die and then (laughs) sure enough my brain came up with this very real thought that I think it was Monday or Tuesday my brain told me that on Friday I was going to die and I mean just talking about it now it sounds so ridiculous because I can recognize now that I obviously had that thought because I was afraid and because of what I had just seen and my brain had manufactured something out of that to try to scare me. But at the time, I was young, right? I was, I was young and I didn't know that death anxiety was a thing. I didn't know anything about anxiety. So this thought popped in my head. It felt very real and my body reacted physically to it. I felt sick. So what happened? I believed it. That week was the worst week ever because, I mean, I thought I was going to die on Friday. <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't relax. I thought that I was insane. Um, I didn't tell anyone. How was I going to tell anyone? Oh, I had a, I had this thought that I'm going to die on Friday, so it, it must be like me being psychic or something. Like, I didn't want to tell anyone. It was embarrassing but I think I was also afraid that if I told someone that they would they would almost tell me that oh maybe you are psychic and maybe that is gonna happen so I just I didn't say anything. I could hardly sleep I could hardly function um, it was an absolutely awful week I, I don't even know how I got through through that week because it was the beginning of the week and I had to go through the entire like I had to go through the whole week and pray that I was going to make it to Saturday morning. So Friday came and I don't remember now what I even did that day if I went anywhere, but I do remember being afraid to do anything because, well, of course it makes sense, right? I just, it was such a horrible day. And then the evening, like the evening came and I mean, I was still alive. So I started to feel a little bit better, but I knew that I just have to get through the whole day. It was so awful. And then, of course, I was okay, and I woke up on Saturday morning, and you would think that that experience would show me, oh, look, Tamron, you're not psychic, so if this happens again, you know that that isn't real. But this is not how death anxiety works. Um, Every time we think, and it's the same with health anxiety, right? Every new symptom, we think, just because that was okay, and I was fine then, and that symptom was fine, or that experience I survived, this time it's it, like that's just how our brains go, and so even if we talk to someone who doesn't suffer with death anxiety or health anxiety, they'll tell, they'll look at it from a logical perspective and say, well, you were okay, so obviously you should know that it's your health anxiety and your death anxiety, and that's not you, that you're going to be okay, but we just can't believe that when a new situation comes up or a new symptom comes up and it's very hard to properly try to explain this to someone unless they experience it for themselves so the random intrusive thoughts were a big one for me like you're not going to come home today or you're having a really good time right now this is obviously going to be become a memory because this is going to be the last time that you have a good time like all these awful thoughts and You want to just tell your thoughts to shut up, but then this other part of you is thinking, well, why am I having these thoughts? They must be coming from somewhere. It doesn't seem like anyone else in my life is having these thoughts because they seem completely fine, and so you do start to give them attention, and of course, the minute we give something attention, it starts to build, and it just gets worse. I would think that I wasn't going to make it to a certain age, and then that birthday would roll around, and I'd be like, oh, hallelujah, I'm still here. But then it would be, and then my brain would pick up on another age. Oh, you're not going to make it to this age. Um, I remember when I was in my 20s, a big one for me was was like, I'm not going to make it to 30 because like 30 is this big number. You're not going to make it. <laughs> I promise you, I just, it's it's never ending. Um, and then New Year's Eve was a big one as well. Like you're not going to get through New Year's Eve. You're not going to make it to a new year. There's so many different situations that I can that I can talk about but these are just some of them. So we did a community post a little while back and I asked you guys to share with me some ways that death anxiety shows up in your own life. So I did a post it was a mix between intrusive thoughts, death anxiety and OCD. So I'm just going to pick out some of them just just to show you how it shows up for for us because it's different for all of us, right? So Here's just some examples of intrusive thoughts or some fears. Um, I'm going to do something terrible and then die in jail. When I wear new things, like a charm or so, I think, because of this, it will happen. Or when I plan something with my family, I think, maybe I'm no longer here then. I hate it. My brain always has new ideas. I have intrusive thoughts about dying and leaving my kids without a mom. A friend of mine had this premonition in school that I was going to die when I was 23. I thought about it from the age of 14 until then, and my whole 23rd year, I was so scared all year. I'm 36 now, and thankfully not dead. Can you just imagine that? And this just reminded me of a situation as well when I was at school. I must have been in grade 3, I think. It was like the end of grade 3, so what we're what? Um, oh, how old are we then? I don't even know. 9 or 10? Something like that this girl came up to me, it was so random, and she was like, I had a dream last night that you died in a boat, um, and I, like, in a boat crash or something, and I just, I was so shocked, like, that is just the most random thing, and the way that she just said it to me as well, I just, I stood there, and I was a very shy child, so I didn't, I wasn't like, what do you mean, like, why, you know, why are you coming up to me and just saying that to me, I just, I don't think I said anything and then she just walked away and I thought about that a lot I mean I wasn't going in boats or at the time I wasn't and I but I remember thinking about that and I think I had this kind of idea in my head that what if I die in water like what if what if that was the dream because then our brain starts to our brain takes one thing and runs with it so here's a few, few more that I wanted to share with you. Thinking that I'll die when I go to sleep. This is a huge one, and it's one that I still struggle with sometimes. Um, if you struggle with that one, worried like worrying about not waking up, you are absolutely not alone with that. It's a very common fear with anxiety. And then here's another one. It's awful. I can't delete texts thinking, what if they die? And then I won't have the text to remember. I'll record conversations so if this is it, I'll still be able to hear their voices. Every time someone I know dies, the first thought that runs through my head is I'm next. And this is such a common thing with health anxiety as well, is if we hear about an illness um, or we see a video about someone talking about an illness, we immediately think that we have the same one. Like Our brain immediately says to us, you're seeing this because it's a sign? This is not coincidence. You have the same thing. And it's so incredible how powerful our minds are actually that the minute we start fixating on something, we will start to feel it. So if there's a specific symptom that you're worried about and you pay enough attention to that area of your body, you may feel something there. And then suddenly, boom, you think you have the same symptom and therefore have the same illness. I can't even look at myself in the mirror because the thoughts tell me this face will be no more soon. Such a horrid experience. I literally had a pair of underwear that were my death underwear and I thought I'd die if I wore them. I finally threw them away. Not sure why it took me years. This is such this is so common as well. I can relate to this because I've had clothing that I felt like that about where if I wear that that clothing um if I wear that piece of clothing then something bad is going to happen. Or and this is something that I still deal with today and this is just weird but I'm going to share it i have absolutely no idea when this started i i honestly don't and I, I don't know why but i have this weird thing where i don't want to end when i'm reading my book and then when i put my book aside and close it for the night or like i put my like i'm done reading for that time i don't ever want to end in a page that ends in a six or a seven um it's, it's weird, so like I'll never end in like 66 or 67 or 56 or 57, like I never want to end, I never want to stop reading on a page that ends in a 6 or 7, this is just a weird OCD thing, and I've been purposely trying um, to just let myself stop reading on that page, I, I think it was just a random thought one day that popped in my head, that told me if you stop reading on a page like this, then something bad is going to happen, it's so strange the thoughts that pop into our head as a result of death anxiety. And I think this is why we believe them, because they're so strange. And we think to ourselves, well, that is the most random and strangest thought. It must be real, because I wouldn't have a thought like that. That's weird, but that's exactly it. You wouldn't have a thought like that, but your death anxiety would. So we just have to try and remind ourselves that death anxiety is a real thing. And when one of those thoughts pop into your head, just remember that it feels like you're crazy and the only one going through it. But there are so many of us who relate, as you can see from my death anxiety posts. Oh, here's one about a book. So here's um, one somebody shared with me. I'm stuck on the last chapter of a book because I had a feeling I was going to die once finishing it. So scared not to finish. I hate anxiety. That's another thing that I've had. Maybe it's around books for me just because I read so much. um, And that's such a daily part of my life. Often our death anxiety will pick up on things that we do a lot. So that makes sense, actually. So pay attention to the thoughts that come in and see if it's something that you tend to do a lot. But again, like even if it's not, even if it's completely out of nowhere, don't give it attention. So another thing for me is I have this thing where if I finish a book, I can't leave it. Like, I can't just wait a day or wait two days. I wouldn't, I don't usually anyway, just because I love reading and I feel weird if I'm not currently reading something. But I've always had this weird thing that if I finish a book, I need to immediately start another one because as long as I'm reading something, I'm safe. I mean, how random is this? And this is something that I still struggle with today. But I purposely tried to force myself to just put my book aside for a few hours or end on the page that I'm worried about. I feel like when I'm finished this episode, so many more things are going to come into my mind and I'm going to think, oh, I should have shared that with you guys. But if that does happen, I'll definitely make another episode. I think we should make multiple death anxiety episodes anyway. So yesterday I shared a question on my story and I just asked you guys if you struggle with death anxiety, and so many of you guys replied. A lot of the responses were just yes, you, I absolutely do. Um, and then I wanted to share some of the other responses with you as well, just in case you're going through it, and just hearing that other people go through it can help. I do, and it's making my daily life horrible. Always, I calm myself, and then it's there again the next moment. I can't break the cycle. Very often, and it's so overwhelming to have these constant thoughts. I currently have this. It's so debilitating. So to stop the brain from spiraling. Yes, I struggle with finding purpose of living when death anxiety is o- when death is always on my mind. I understand that. I really do. But just remember, this is me talking now. I'm not reading something death anxiety is real like I just need to stress that just because you're having intrusive thoughts doesn't mean that you're going to die or just like I just I I need to just stress this so it's very important like changing our thinking is very helpful but it can take some time and it's we have to continuously do it to train our brain so when these thoughts come in we really need to not fall into them by giving them attention because giving them attention is when we start to think about them and focus on them and then we start spiraling whereas it's best to just observe the thoughts that come up so just look at them and say think of the thoughts outside of you You know, Um, and I read a book where they talk about this uh, The Untethered Soul I think it was I don't even think I finished it but there was a part in there where you, you take your thoughts and you put them outside of you and you imagine that it's a person talking to you with these thoughts. You wouldn't put up with someone literally saying these thoughts to you. You would tell them to be quiet or F off, right? But suddenly when we're having these thoughts, we accept them and we give them attention. Why do we do that? Because those are not our real thoughts, So if I'm going to offer any advice in this episode, it would be to just really observe the thoughts that come up. Like, look at them and say, I see you, but these are not my real thoughts. I know that you are coming from my death anxiety. This is not me. Like, you have to just keep doing that. And it sounds, it's so much easier said than done. But the more you do something, the easier it starts to get. So here's another response, I've had to delete TikTok because what I was watching was giving me too much anxiety. TikTok, social media in general, but TikTok especially, is a huge trigger for health anxiety and death anxiety because it's such a gamble when we're on there, we just don't know what we're going to see. Even where I am now in my journey, having come so far with my own health anxiety and death anxiety... There have been times that TikTok has triggered me. So if it triggers me and I've come this far, if you're right in the midst of it, like if I think back to years ago when it was at its absolute worst for me, if I had seen certain videos, I would have been in a very dark place. So I completely understand that it can do that to you. So really be careful and mindful with your screen time. If you don't want to delete an app, um, some people have told me that you can filter out certain keywords and things and then other people have told me that that doesn't always work. So if you do come across a video, I think my best advice would be to just not watch it because our brains like to make sense of something. So if we see, and you know how videos are in TikTok, like people want to keep your attention. So the first line is, even if it's triggering, we like, oh my God, I need to know more. But try and get yourself into a habit of just scrolling on by and just not engaging that's another thing when we engage with certain posts we start to see or videos we start to see more of the same and this is not a sign this is just the algorithm like it's there are logical explanations for things but logic doesn't factor in when you struggle with death anxiety people always ask me if i still suffer with death anxiety and the answer is yes and and regards to certain thoughts that will pop in or certain little fears that will come in or I'll see something that is triggering but the difference is that now because I don't give it attention because I am fully aware that this is death anxiety I'm able to move past it a lot quicker so yes I may experience that initial little spurt of fear or especially on when you're especially vulnerable right like when you're going through hormonal changes if you're suffering with depression if you're really in a bad anxiety spiral if you're really fixated on a symptom it makes us a lot more vulnerable so that when these thoughts creep in it's harder to not give them attention but learning everything you can that's why I try to constantly explain health anxiety death anxiety all the symptoms and why they happen having that understanding is so powerful and can help us to not fall into those thoughts and give them attention i just shared a post on instagram last night and it's titled five recent experiences that would have sent my death anxiety into overdrive a few years ago where i share some recent things with you guys that have triggered death anxiety for me i'm not going to go into it here you can go have a look at that post but there i'm just kind of explaining how it does still happen for me but i just don't give it attention like one example I'll give you one example here there are these crows outside my window that are extremely loud and I guess crows have always just been given this really bad reputation they're actually amazing animals they're so smart and they're actually beautiful um but they just have this bad reputation we we've always people have always looked at them as bad omens or whatever so that kind of sticks in your head and there's this one crow in particular that just sits on this branch in the tree outside my window. I can never see the I can never see it. I went on a walk the other day and I spotted him like right at the top. Um, but he just sits there and he makes a freaking racket. And I usually just don't pay it attention. But the other morning for some reason I was doing my makeup, I was doing my skincare, and I had one of those intrusive thoughts pop in aren't crows a bad omen like what if this is some kind of weird sign or premonition and I felt that initial tiny little spurt of fear before it would have been intense but then I just dismissed it because it's more like now when it comes in I recognize it I'm like oh I see what you're doing I see you death anxiety whereas before I was like oh my god like maybe I should listen to this maybe this thought is real I think just because I've dealt with death anxiety for such a long time it just doesn't affect me the same anymore And then I just want to share this as the last thing with you. Another thing that happened recently. So I'm going to just read the exact slide to you. Some stuff feels embarrassing to share, but I've committed to being as honest as I can to always help you guys. Hopefully, right? The other night I was going to share a good night story and say chat to you guys tomorrow and then suddenly had an intrusive thought that said, what if you share this, but then don't wake up tomorrow and it's your last story? Like, I guess in my mind, I was like, well, if I share that, I'm going to make something bad happen. Um, those death anxiety thoughts can come out of nowhere instead of feeling terrified now they just annoy me more than anything and i would rather feel annoyed than let the fear take hold though right there's certain negative emotions that we would rather feel than another one so for example you know we we'd rather feel angry than feel absolutely heartbroken or, or sad well that's me anyway like ang like you feel like you can do something with anger but when you're absolutely heartbroken or really sad you you feel like this. you don't know what to do with that and it's the same with the fear that we experience with death anxiety with health anxiety we don't know what to do with that fear we not. it's so prominent that we're not sure if we should trust it so now when it comes up and I find myself feeling irritated I actually am grateful for that irritation because I would rather feel annoyed and irritated than just consumed in fear and I, I know that you guys agree with me Okay, very last thing, because I'm going to actually end this soon. I wanted to try and keep this episode a little bit shorter. Like I said, the whole point of it was just to talk about death anxiety and how it shows up for me and for some of you guys, and to just bring some validation and bring some comfort if you're going through it and feeling very alone. So my period is due soon. So whenever my period is close and you know we're going through all these hormonal changes, I do notice my health anxiety and death anxiety starts to creep in. They often go hand in hand, right? Um, if we deal with a lot of health anxiety, it naturally makes us worry about dying because of all the symptoms or, oh my god, what what is that feeling in my chest? Am I about to die? And then we start to obsess over dying. So just the past few days, I felt my health anxiety start to try to creep back in. And for me, it's, I don't know, It's it's my neck. Like my neck is a health anxiety hotspot and i know it's a i know it's an area that a lot of you guys struggle with too for many different reasons but for me it's i i, I just i think i was putting on moisturizer moisturizer the other night and i just felt like my neck cartilage and i was like wow like it, it really feels like it sticks out and stuff and then you start feeling around and you, listen when you start prodding and feeling a specific area of your body you are going to feel things. I mean, we are human, you know? So you start to feel lymph nodes and cartilage and whatever else, and then you start to think, "Ah, oh, is that something? And you're not sure. And so it begins. So I've had to really, I've had to really talk to myself, um, and that's not to say be hard on myself, but I've had to really talk to myself and remind myself that this is health anxiety and that I do not need to be touching my neck. Like, I found myself... Really feeling it um, just just the other morning. And I actually stopped and I said, you're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're going about our day. We're going to go out for the day. We're not doing this. So I'm going to end this here. This is the whole hour shorter than the last episode. Um, of course, I love the long episodes with you guys, but I want to bring out some shorter episodes too so it doesn't always feel overwhelming. Um, I'm going to even bring some out that I just... 10 minutes here and there maybe just sharing tips for specific symptoms or as i tell you guys i'm always open to feedback i want to always bring out things that are actually going to help you and that is something that you want to listen to i'd love to know what you thought of this episode and any ideas you have for future death anxiety episodes in particular um should we do another community kind of post uh do you want to hear more of my experiences because there are definitely more if I go and sit and really think about it um let me know what what you'd like to hear and thank you for listening to me ramble on I hope this brought as I always say even the teeniest tiniest bit of comfort for you today I'm sending you so much love as always please 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 be gentle with yourself okay Be gentle with yourself, don't fall into those thoughts, observe them. Pretend that they're outside of you and if somebody was saying these things to you, you would not put up with it, so you don't have to put up with these thoughts, okay? Love you guys, talk to you soon, bye.